This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I'll get to your phone calls here in just a second, but we have breaking news. Been hearing all day that they were going to be, ha- well, not they, uh, the president was going to be pardoning General Michael Flynn. Uh, we talked about Flynn a little bit earlier. Again, Michael Flynn was set up. Uh, we have the evidence that he was set up. Uh, nothing that he was accused of doing uh, actually happened or was illegal, period. And what I found so interesting you know, about just some of the recent news here is that you had Biden's team admitting that they were doing what Flynn did. And they're not even officially in, in a transitional process yet. And uh, suddenly it was legal again. How about that? So the president has pardoned General Michael Flynn. Uh, Took long enough, but he did. He pardoned him today, and we had heard all day that this was going to happen, but about an hour ago, it it actually went through. So um, he will be pardoned. And Adam Schiff, of course, nearly lost both of his eyeballs as they bugged out of his head by saying the president would be acting as an organized crime figure if he pardoned Michael Flynn. Which is, again, I don't care what your politics are. We have physical evidence that they fabricated the case against Flynn. We have witnesses who have admitted it. Oh, who uncovered that again? Who thought that they... Who, who was called crazy for making that accusation? Who was that again? Oh, yeah, that's right, Sidney Powell. So, again, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt uh, with the election stuff. So General Flynn has been pardoned by the President of the United States, which is the right thing to do. Long overdue. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. Uh, Matt, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. How are you doing? What's up? Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, whatever happened with COVID uh, vaccine that Russia had? I never heard any more about that. You know, that's a really good question. I was just talking about that the other day with somebody, and because they had two vaccines. The first one had really bad side effects. The second one apparently did not. And last I heard, they hadn't been giving it to any anybody outside of Russia, so they appear to be just hoarding it for themselves. So, uh, which huh. I'm not, I'm not opposed to. You develop it. You want to keep it for your own people. That's fine. All right. So that's that's the last I heard. But I, we were just talking about this the other day. That uh, with yeah, I was with a friend of mine. She came over. And we were talking about it, and I hadn't heard anything about them distributing yeah, yeah. that vaccine anywhere. Yeah, you would think being a worldwide pandemic, if it's working somewhere, there'd be some kind of news about it. Well, and that's just it. Like, the second one was developed by a world-renowned biolab. I mean, it's, you know, this place was no slouch. This is a, a world-recognized and renowned biolab. It used to be a weapons lab for the Soviets, and then they converted it, um, at least partially, after the fall of the Soviet Union. So... You know, it, it should have been a credible possibility that this vaccine would work. And if you want to buy good favor and you want to grow your international influence, if you're the Russian people, boom, you, you start exporting that vaccine, especially since China has been exor- exporting a very bad one. Right, right. So, well, listen, man, I love a good question. I wanted to catch up with you, though. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Anything. Have a good holiday. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I, I was seriously like last weekend, we were just talking about this with a family friend. Um, 
Like, what has happened with the Russian vaccine? Because they had two. They had the first one, and the first one had really bad side effects, but then they had the second one that came out of that lab, and that apparently didn't have any side effects. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That's apparently the one that Putin got. He apparently got that one. Uh, Kelly, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Casey, uh, Channel 13 in Indianapolis broke a story about the helpline for the unemployed this okay. morning, and it had to do with the, the helpline there that and some of the whistleblowers from the service that actually provides the helpline have admitted that they really cannot help anybody that calls in on that line. They don't have the authority to. So we, uh, the governor just spent $8.1 million renewing the contract to this group that mans the helpline for the unemployed. And everything has to be done on the computer. But if you make a mistake, like a period in the wrong place or something, when you submit, mm -hmm. your claim is no good. And the people that you talk to in Indianapolis cannot help you. I don't know if you'd heard this or not. I haven't, but I'm looking at the titles of it right now on okay. uh, WTHR's website. You know, there are um, thousands of people up here in this area that are on unemployment, and a lot of them are mm -hmm. not very computer savvy, and they don't understand mm -hmm. it. I personally have called uh, over there numerous times with a complaint about a, a small mistake on my account, and they cannot do anything about it. And uh, while, <laughs> while they can't do anything about it, you don't get paid. Wow. Um, yeah, that's a real problem. Okay, I'll take a look at this article. Um, give Would me a couple please? of minutes, and I'll go over it, okay? All right, thank you very much. All right, thank you. I appreciate the tip. Bye. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Uh, all right, let's, okay. All right, let me take another call. I'm going to go. I'm going to go through this. I'll take another call and then I'll go through what uh, Channel 13 has, has found out in that story. I had not heard that. No, I hadn't heard that at all. Uh, Doug, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hi, Casey. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, you too. <laughs> um, I'm just uh, one of the big things I'm very thankful for is there's still people allowed to be on the air, like you, Rush Limbaugh, Mark Levin. I'm, I'm, I'm just thankful that we're still able to be able to hear some some coherency and some of the information that we're supposed and, to be. Until further notice. <laughs> I, uh, here's the thing. I, I haven't really talked about this. There is an active movement inside the radio industry to get rid of people like me. And there's been articles written in our trades. It, it, articles have been written in our radio trades about how program directors need to fire people like me. And that, uh, you know, they need to replace that content with uh, moderate or apolitical content. And, you know, this, this is a, a real issue. I have watched several talk radio hosts get fired over the past year for their beliefs and what well, they have that, said that on, goes, on the radio. That goes in. I want to quickly get my point in because I know you're probably up against a hard bike, maybe. But mm -hmm. um, this whole thing about, you know, um, Powell and Giuliani, you know, how they came on uh, Fox News and, you know, an hour-long news um, 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 announcement about fraud and this and that. And, um, you know, immediately afterwards, you know, uh, uh, Fox News correspondents were, were pretty much disparaging everything they said and saying, where's the evidence, where's the evidence? Well, anybody that, I, I think you have uh, some, some, sort, some kind of law background, but, you know, why would 
anybody that's involved in an investigation or something um, develops so much information that may be going into the court under the public scene with Correct. With, a, with an entity that's hostile to their cause, right. like the major news it, media. And Sidney Powell has said as much. She said, look, mm-hmm. I can't present it until I go to court. She's like, I have to yeah, file the case, and then you'll know all about it. So it's not like she's saying, oh, I'll show you later, and then never shows anybody. She she said when she files her case, you'll know all about it. So well, know, the, she did the, the same thing the, with the, Flynn. The way they're twisting it, though, is they're saying that she can't provide the evidence. She can't provide the evidence, not because right. she doesn't have the evidence. She can't right. provide the evidence because it would be premature. Correct. And now her case in Georgia, she has been more specific about and she has given you know pretty pretty specific details about Florida. Basically, there's bribery going on. Family members are being paid in order to allow uh, the software and the machines that you know Dominion particularly that have obviously a huge issue, and have had a huge issue that even Democrats have acknowledged going back many years. So her case in Georgia, she's been pretty specific about. But her bigger case that she is alleging, uh, she has said that you know she can't tell you about all of this until until she files the case. She's still working on it. She's still building it. And look, the last time everybody said she was crazy, she proved that there was a real conspiracy against General Flynn. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. If she's wrong, she's wrong. I said it's her reputation. It isn't mine. But I have no reason to doubt what she is saying, given her history. And I'm willing to give her an opportunity to prove that case. That doesn't help Trump's immediate concern before December 14th because it's a separate case. So, you know, people will basically default to the Trump team in their case that they're building on a state level. Um, But the Sidney Powell case is different. It's a totally different case. So, um, you know, and yeah, I I get it. She's got a spat with Tucker Carlson right now, and a lot of people have turned on Tucker. I, I understand where Tucker's coming from. He wants to see proof. But I think that she's amply explained that she can't show that at this point in time for the the broader international case. Well, I'm, you know, being being around Thanksgiving, I, I've always been a firm believer that thankfulness does not it goes it goes hand in hand with hopefulness. So I'm eternally eternal hopeful that all things will play out in the long run for for the betterment of this country. Well, I mean, look, I I do too. Um, and as I said before, you know, there's a very real possibility he proves his case but still loses the election. And perhaps the the bigger evidence comes after everything is already decided and, and Biden is sworn in. And then we'll learn in the middle of a Biden administration that, in fact, it was stolen. Um, like I said, no matter what, it was stolen because of the conduct of the press, without a doubt. Uh, there is, you know, hundreds of people who have signed legal affidavits that they witnessed fraud, uh, amounting to thousands and thousands of ballots. You know, those are people who are signing a statement under penalty of law. They're not just anonymous sources in a news article. There's real criminal penalties that come with signing an affidavit like that. So if people are going to risk that, you have to assume that at least a large chunk of them realize the risks and are willing to take it because it's the right thing to do, and they're not, then they're telling the truth. You just have to assume that from from the beginning. Especially in this environment where they're basically putting a target on their back. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, look what happened to the post office guy. Yeah, the post office guy, you know, they, they targeted him, and they, they interrogated him, and um, you know, said that he recanted. He says that he did not recant his claim at all, and, and uh, he's been smeared, and he's lost his job as a result. A very courageous individual. Yep. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you much. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to go over this uh, article here during the commercial break on what's happening with the unemployment hotline that the 
the Indiana government is paying $15 million for. I've got the story from Channel 13 News in Indianapolis. That's WTHR. I'm going to go over this here during the commercial break. I'll come back. I'll talk about that. And we're still doing open lines the entire show today. So whatever you want to call and talk about, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. And again, please put MNC at the beginning of that message. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget that we are broadcasting on DLive. So go to DLive.tv slash Casey, the host. When you go over there, please follow. And, you know, YouTube is obviously a real big problem for censorship, but YouTube is also getting ready to do something, something else to those of you who might be users of YouTube, where if you upload a video, but you're not even trying to make any money, they will still put ads on your video and they will just keep all of the revenue. You don't get paid anything. So they're advertising on your content while not compensating you. So that's a new thing that YouTube is doing. And they're not just demonetizing people like me. So make the switch to other platforms like DLive and Rumble and that sort of thing. So go to DLive.tv slash Casey the host. And we do all of our live streaming there. All right, let's take a look at this article. I want to thank that listener for calling and, and bringing it up. Uh, this is with uh, WTHR.com. This is Channel 13 News in Indianapolis. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit of a longer piece. The video on this is six minutes, which I'm not playing for you. Thousands of other Hoosiers find themselves in the same position as the number of backlogged unemployment claims in Indiana continues to rise sharply. Internal data obtained by 13 News revealed the DWD... I had more than 700,000 pending claims as of late August. 13 Investigates has now discovered that number jumped to over 1.2 million pending unemployment claims by the end of October, and some of those claims were filed as far back as March. So what they have found out uh, is the, the state of Indiana, okay, which uh, operates the DWD, the Department of Workforce Development, uh, the DWD has a backlog at the end of October of 1.2 million pending unemployment claims. Those are people trying to get unemployment benefits. 1.2 million of them have made a claim for unemployment, some going as far back as March, and they have not been processed yet. 1.2 million. Uh, Let's see. There's a lot of people waiting for that money and really hurting right now. They need that to feed their families. that's, That's very true. Well... Um, what ended up happening is the whistleblower came forward. A whistleblower recently met with 13 investigates to explain why Indiana's unemployment system is failing so many people. Quote, they hired us to help these claimants who are waiting for their unemployment, but the truth is we can't help anybody. They won't let us, and it's really been taken a toll. The way that the system works doesn't make a lot of sense. It's pretty crazy. So the workers said that they decided to come forward after they saw another 13 News investigation, which aired last month. That investigation revealed the size and the scope of the contract that uh, DWD signed with uh, the employer. According to the contract, which 13 Investigates obtained through an open records request, DWD hired a company called Navient to provide approximately 300 call center workers to answer phone calls to the state's agency unemployment helpline. And the contract and several subsequent amendments signed last spring 
state that Navient will receive up to up to $15 million for nine months of service. All right, pretty big contract. You get a $15 million contract for 300 employees and nine months of service. That's a, that's a significant contract. There's no doubt about that. Well, they entered into the agreement. Uh, State of Indiana signed all of this thing. Now, you jump down uh, somewhat to the bottom of this article, which I will put in the daily show prep today. Okay, And in this article, they, they are doing an interview with the whistleblower. The whistleblower says the department won't let us do it because we're not DWD agents. We're just contracted. Huh? Okay, so while the wait times eventually declined, many callers have told 13 News the actual help they needed never materialized. Despite DWD boasting that it hired new workers, the helpline whistleblower told 13 Investigates there is a simple explanation. Navient contractors are permitted uh, to answer basic questions, but they are not authorized to resolve backlogged claims. And again, they, they are not authorized to do that because they're just contracted workers they don't actually work with the dwd so then 13 news asked well what are you allowed to do and the whistleblower said nothing we really can't do anything we can let them know really all you can do is wait that's the essence of it what we're supposed to do is read off a few scripts to let them know this is the problem this is what the problem means a claim investigator may need to reach out to you and that's essentially it and the Department of Workforce Development thinks it can just uh, it can be just that cut and dry with people. But I assure you, anyone that we are talking to doesn't want to hear those scripts. They want to know what is taking so long. Yeah, I mean, think about you would call the you would call this hotline and you'd be like, wait a minute, um, where's my unemployment benefits? I, I applied for unemployment benefits back in March. I'm laid off. Pandemic stuff, things, holidays, food, uh, utilities, bills, all of that. What's going on with my unemployment? And these, these contractors who work uh, for this, this company, Navient, who's getting up to $15 million from the state of Indiana, all they can do is tell you, well, here's why there's a backlog and a case officer might have to reach out to you. There's nothing more I can do. Well, why are we paying them $15 million? What is the point of that? If they can't actually help any of these people, you know, Indiana's, for all of its faults, Indiana's a very fiscal state. Why are we wasting $15 million on contractors who are not allowed to fix a problem for Hoosiers who need help? And why is the governor wasting your money with this? Now, there's a couple of things you can do. Uh, Cancel the contract and, and stop having these people or give them some ability to help resolve the situation so we don't have 1.2 million people at the end of October who have claims that have not been processed going back as far as March. I mean, what would you be doing if you didn't have any money since March? Think about that. So this, yeah, this is a real problem. So it goes, so in August, late August, they had 700,000 pending claims at the end of October. So from the end of August to the end of October, they ended up getting... Uh, from 700,000 pending claims to 1.2 million pending claims. Again, some of those go back to March. I mean, thank you for that tip. That's um, I had not heard this story, so I I will I will try and follow up on this. This would be interesting. Uh, I might have a an interview with the lieutenant governor next week, and this might be a great opportunity to bring that up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a roll uh, again. You're listening to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. More open lines coming up next.
Hey, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. For those of you who follow me on Facebook, uh, go to facebook.com slash Casey the host. I posted something there, pinned it to the top. If you're a small business owner, I am giving you an opportunity to win five grand and an advertising schedule on this radio station. And that's, uh, again, through uh, Comcast Business. We've partnered up. So if you have a small business, you have a chance to win $5,000 and a four-week advertising schedule here on 95.3 MNC. So again, go to the uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Casey, the host. It is pinned to the top. It has all of the, the contest details in there, where to enter, what is expected, all of that stuff. So again, go to facebook.com slash Casey, the host, and best of luck to everybody. All right, uh, let's take a look at a couple of things. First of all, we're doing open lines all day today. 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send me a text message at 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. All right, to the phone lines we go. Tim, welcome to the program. Hello. Hi. Hi, Casey. Hey, um, I just pulled up the Democrat math calculator um, app on my phone. And uh, if there's 1.2 million people, um, we could give them a million dollars apiece and still have 13.8 million left. <laughs> I just, I just, I worked that up. <laughs> so, so the amount that we're spending on the, uh, the call center, uh, should just be handed out to the people who are unemployed with those pending claims. Yes, and we'd save money in the in the process. Uh, just give them a million dollars a piece, and um, and we're good to go. Um, I I also and I I thank you very much. I appreciate. It. I just confirmed that I will have the lieutenant governor on next Friday, and I will bring this up. Uh, I don't know what her role in any of this would be, but I will bring it up with her. Uh, <laughs> Mike, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hi there. I just wanted to, wanted to compliment you on, I like what you said the other day about censoring uh, information to the public, and uh, apparently they're finding slowly finding it out. But uh, um, I want to know if you'd watched the uh, episode on, by Christopher Bolin, Christopher Bolin on 9-11. Uh, is, what is this? Is this a television series or what? Um, I've it, heard it, of it. It, it's on YouTube. Christopher Bolin, B-O-L-L-Y-N. Okay. Uh, watch, watch. It's an hour long, and watch it, and the, mm-hmm. the, the details that he tells you about 9-11. Mm-hmm. And then it, uh, it, it's absolutely insane. That, that's, it's, I've always known this all along. That there's, there's no way the facts don't add up. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, watch that. All right. You Appreciate it. it. Thank you much. All right. Take care. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. So uh, earlier today, for those of you just joining the program, we ended up figuring out that the, the judge in, one of the judges, I should say, in Pennsylvania has stopped Pennsylvania's certification of the vote, not just for the presidential election, but for all of the election as the lawsuits go forward against Act 77, which was the illegal extension and changing of election law without the legislature, which is unconstitutional, state and federal. Um, So that's good news for the Trump administration. 
the Trump administration also won hearings in Arizona and Michigan. So they're they're winning some stuff around. They're losing some too, but they're winning some as well. And then Wisconsin, uh, this kind of came through the pike. Uh, somebody on the live stream posted this. Republicans have sued to stop Wisconsin vote certification. Now, Republicans filed a lawsuit yesterday asking the Wisconsin Supreme Court to block certification of the presidential election results, even as a recount over Joe Biden's apparent win over President Donald Trump is ongoing. A uh, lawsuit echoes many of the same arguments that Trump is making uh, and trying uh, to uh, to have tens of thousands of ballots discounted during the recount. So there is that. Uh, then you have this other thing in Wisconsin. Now, this is this is really it's weird. OK, this is just strange. Let's say you show up day five, right? Day five of the recount in Milwaukee and observers, observers show up to observe the recount. And then you are handed a wristband to identify you as an observer. Now, remember, observers are there to ensure that the people counting the votes are accurate. That's all. That there's nothing nefarious. This, this is a check and balance. That's all it is. So you're an observer. You show up at day five of the recount in Milwaukee. And you are handed a wristband to identify you as an observer by the Wisconsin Center staff. And that wristband is a poop emoji wristband. Now, again, the observers are there to ensure that the people counting the ballots are not lying. And now they're giving them poop emoji wristbands to belittle them. They're not taking this seriously. Multiple, multiple election recount observers have posted pictures online of them getting these bracelets to participate in the uh, the recount and staff attorneys volunteers everybody has ha- has got to wear these poop emoji wristbands that was their identifier uh, so then you have this asked about complaints about the poop emoji wristbands given out to recount observers in milwaukee county clerk george christensen said i always thought it was a chocolate ice cream personally Hmm. Nobody thinks that's a chocolate ice cream. Everybody knows what a poop emoji looks like. Everybody knows. <laughs> so that's how serious they're taking the recount in Milwaukee. Observers are all uh, given poop emoji wristbands. Got more coming up. Newstalk ninety five three, Michiana's news channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. And uh, yeah, so we're broadcasting live, dlive.tv slash Casey, the host, right before Thanksgiving. I won't have any more shows this week. I think they're running a best of uh, for the rest of the week. I think that's what John said he was doing. So I won't be uh, won't be doing a, a show tomorrow, obviously, because of the holiday. We have Black Friday off, but I will be doing a remote. So I will be out at Nutrition HQ on Black Friday between 12 and 2. 
So if you come on out to NHQ at Mishawaka, you will have uh, we'll have some great specials, uh, really cool stuff going on. They're going to have like fifty dollars gift cards for thirty bucks. Uh, select pre workouts are just twenty dollars. They have if you buy a shaker cup, all of the shaker cups have a prize inside, including one very big prize. They won't tell me what it is, but it's apparently huge. And uh, they also, you know, look if you're looking for uh, proteins or anything like that, or maybe you're looking for a multivitamin. Uh, because of everything that's happening right now, try and boost your immune system, give you the best fighting chance that you have. Uh, they have that stuff there over at Nutrition HQ. Uh, not making any false claims, just saying that they have things that boost your your immune system that have the vitamins and minerals that studies say that uh, a lot of people who are um, hit the worst with, with the virus, are lacking. So it might be wise to get something like that in your repertoire. But uh, Nutrition HQ, 12 to 2, I'll be out there live broadcasting on Black Friday. Hope to see you out there. All right, Casey, do you or any of your sources know who Mr. Biden is going to donate his salary to if he is sworn in as president? George, that is a great question. Uh, I have been wondering that myself. Another story that just went completely you know, uncovered and relatively ignored over the past four years is that the president did not take a salary. <laughs> he donated it. He didn't want to take it at all. He just wanted it to go back into the general fund. And Democrats pitched a fit about how that was illegal and unconstitutional and impeachable. Imagine impeaching the president because he doesn't want to be paid. And that's how petty this all started off with. I mean, that's that's even beyond the Russia crap and everything else. They wanted to impeach him because he didn't want to take money from the taxpayer. Uh, so, so he said, fine, I'll take the salary. He tried to take a $1 salary. That wasn't good enough. So then he finally said, fine, give me the salary and I'll donate it. And that's that's what he's done. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Joe Biden, the moment Joe Biden takes his first paycheck, too, it's going to be news. It's going to be news if he uh, if he ends up in the White House, which, again, it looks like likely that he will be. But um, if he ends up in the White House and he takes that first paycheck, even though he made 16 million dollars since he left uh, the White House uh, in 2016, he's made 16 mil, 16 mil. He doesn't need money, but he's gonna take it is gonna take it that's a good question though uh casey even my in-laws who don't have a computer or the internet or a smartphone know that the emoji is a poop emoji of course everybody knows it's a poop emoji the guy's being a he's being a jerk they did it because they wanted to belittle the people who were involved in the recount process it's that simple and anybody observing who maybe had called out some problems let's not forget some of these people have called out some problems so you know, uh, that's that's where we're at. Hey, uh, Joe, do I have any calls left over? I don't know if it, if the lines were cleared or not. I don't remember if I cleared them. Are these two? Okay, all right. So I did do those two. All right, I'm gonna make sure they're not two new callers. Okay, uh, let's uh, take a look here at the COVID-19 vaccine. Doctors are suggesting that the CDC warn the public that the new vaccines which are expected to be approved by the FDA in the next few weeks, will have unpleasant effects on patients. Um, Pfizer and Moderna. I'm just going to say this. Moderna and Pfizer, because Moderna was first. Moderna and Pfizer each have acknowledged that their vaccines could induce side effects similar to the virus itself with possible muscle pains, chills, and headache. In a Monday meeting with the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, advisors, doctors, uh, said that public health officials and drug makers need to warn people about the rough side effects so that they are prepared and not scared away from getting the second dose. So there you go. We actually did that story of the uh, the woman who was going through the, the vaccine trial, and she we posted on the website the video interview with her and how she was saying, what she had experienced with it and all of that and you know it, it, it wasn't pleasant it wasn't uh, it wasn't the worst thing in the world either so 
you know, if you get the vaccine, it may not uh, may not feel good, which is something that you run into with a lot of vaccines. For me, the flu vaccine does that as well. Uh, both vaccines are in the process of approval by the FDA that require two doses. So again, you're going to get one dose, then you're going to come back and you're going to get the second dose. But they are worried that patients will not come back for that second dose if the side effects are bad. We really need to make patients aware that this is not going to be a walk in the park. So this is a Fryhofer, whoever that person is. Uh, this is during a virtual meeting on all of this. They are they're going to know that they had a vaccine. They are probably not going to feel wonderful, but they've got to come back for that second dose. It is muy importante that you get the second dose. So if uh, you don't get the second dose, well, then you could run into some issues there. Uh, if this proves to work, people are going to have to toughen up, she said. The first dose is no big deal, and then the second dose will definitely put you down for the day for sure. You will need to take a day off after the second dose. All right, so there you go. You've been warned. you got to toughen up. Don't toughen up now. Only toughen up when they're giving you the injections. Don't toughen up and just uh, brave the the uh, conditions outside now. No, you got to wait for the vaccine to come out. Then you have to toughen up, and only then are you able to toughen up. So... The second dose is the one that is worse than the first, but you're not going to feel great after the first, but the second dose, they said, you'll definitely need to take a day off of work. So be prepared for all of that if you are in the danger category of people who are going to be getting it. So I don't know how they're going to stagger this with hospital staff. That'll be interesting. We've got more coming up. Open lines, 574-2595-953. More coming up on 95.3 MNC.